When talking about human rights in the Philippines, it's impossible not to talk about the Philippine National Police. Its anti-drug campaign has led to thousands of deaths. As the implementing agency of President Rodrigo Duterte's war on drugs, allegations of human rights violations hound the agency. But did you know that the BNP has an in-house human rights office that started with the Arroyo administration? It was created with the vision of curbing human rights violations. Over a decade later, it is seen as a token office by human rights groups, made only for compliance, with little power or intention to stop abuses. Hello, I'm Rambo Talabong, Rappler's Police and Crime Reporter. This is Rappler's Crime Podcast, Criminal. In this podcast, we revisit crime stories that are significant in understanding Philippine politics and society. This is our ninth episode, where we will talk about the PNP's Human Rights Affairs Office. For this episode, I sit down with its acting chief, Colonel Vincent Calanoga. I am uh, Police Colonel Vincent Calanoga, the acting chief of Human Rights Affairs Office. I just uh, assumed this uh, position last Monday and uh, actually as a period of uh, adjustment. Mm-hmm. Transition period. Yes. Let's go to the organization of HRA because we want to understand kung ano ba talaga yung pinagmula nito. Could you tell us about the history of HRA? So, how, sir, how did it start? Well, actually, this is start, the office was created uh, during the time of uh, President Macapagal Arroyo mm-hmm. when uh, the country was uh, uh, in, in, uh, was uh, received a lot of inquiry about extrajudicial killing. Pero noon, hindi sa anti-illegal drugs campaign, kundi sa, sa anti-insurgency. So, pinadala ng UN dito si Special Rapporteur Alston at uh, yung conclusion nga niya is uh, not favorable to the Philippine National Police, which is why they created the Human Rights Affairs Office in the PNP as well as the Human Rights Office in the AFP. So, halos magkasabay lang. Then, uh, they conceptualized the LOI Pamana, which is uh, the purpose is to advocate human rights doctrine and practices sa PNP personnel to prevent the commission of a uh, human rights violation, to strengthen uh, capability on uh, human rights practices. Okay, sir. Could you explain to us, what does the LOI mean? Yung uh, letter of instruction. Uh, it started from a uh, human rights probe from the United Nations, tapos recommendation na gumawa sir ng Human Rights Affairs Office. Yes. Tapos sir, what was the vision for HRAO within the PNP? Any vision? Ang vision ng, PN- ng PNP is to make uh, human rights as a way of life in the PNP organization. So, Police officers will live within the ambit of human rights uh, doctrine, as uh, mentioned in the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, and of course in our uh, Philippine Constitution under the Bill of Rights. Okay, sir. So when it was established, anong taon yun, sir? That was 2005, I think. Okay. So around mid to late 2000s. Yes. yes. Okay. Tapos, sir, ano yung mga ginawa niya nung panahon na yun? What was the HRO doing? Then, nagkaroon sila ng uh, programs to promote uh, human rights. Then, nagkaroon ng mga trainings, 
training courses to promote uh, human rights within uh, the Philippine National Police. Sir, bali ano talaga siya? It's an educational, tama ba? So it's an educational institution. Yung primary function niya, informative institution. Not exactly educational. Nandun yung information, advocacy. Then uh, we are also charged with the monitoring of human rights violation cases. And uh, we are, from, from our records of violation cases, we study it, we do research, and come up with the uh, policies. And Sir, one, go, go. One, of the, one, one of the product of which is the uh, human rights based uh, human rights based uh, policing manual and the uh, PNP operational procedures. So you monitoring the human rights violations. How does that work? Can you walk me through the process? Meron ba tayong mga agente, bawat estasyon, bawat region, bawat probinsya, paano kinocompile? Can you walk me through the process? Actually, Kwanim, anong uh, inilabas, in-issue yung uh, Republic Act 9, uh, 6975 or the DILG Act of uh, 2000, meron nang kasama yung Internal Affairs Service, kasama dun sa organization ng PNP. Ang trabaho ng uh, Internal Affairs Service is to conduct investigation of uh, all infractions and misdemeanors of uh, PNP personnel. Kasama na yung mga compliance sa mga policies, guidelines, and of course the police operational procedures. And yung authority nila to investigate is moto proprio, hindi nila kailangang maghintay na order. At their own uh, instinct or will, pwede sila mag-conduct ng investigation. Mm-hmm. Where does Asia come in here, sir? Yun, sa monitoring of cases na. Kasi siyempre, pag nag-file sila ng administrative case or nag-conduct sila ng investigation, on, on uh, human rights violations or infractions from guidelines and policies, pag nakita ng CH raw na related ito sa human rights, then we will monitor the case. So, let me get this straight, sir. You monitor based on proceedings ng IAS. So, yes. sa IAS nakasalalay. So, for example, sir, if I'm someone who has a grievance of a violation of my human rights, for example, illegal detention, and illegally detained ako without a warrant of arrest, tapos medyo abusive yung policeman, can I go to HRAP? Yes, we can. you can go to HRAP, pero i-refer din namin kayo sa appropriate uh, unit to investigate the complaint. Mm-hmm. Kasi wala kaming, kwan, wala kaming uh, mandato to investigate the human rights cases. We only monitor. Okay. Can I press you on that, sir? Ano ibig sabihin ng to monitor? What's the value of monitoring then? Ang kailangan kasi namin sa kwan sa pag-craft ng mga policies or let's say mga human rights advisories is based on what's happening mm-hmm. with our uh, with our personnel in their daily activities, police operations, conduct even after uh, their conduct uh, even after their official function. So kadalasan may mga may mga nakakasuhan na ganyan eh. So pag na-commit sila ng human rights violation either mag-complain sila sa pwedeng sa sila sa internal affairs service kasi marami kasing disciplinary authority sa PNP nandiyan ang internal affairs service yeah pwede sila mag-file ng complaint doon we have also the people's law enforcement board sa municipal mm-hmm. level so pwede sila mag-file din ng complaint doon pwede din sa national police commission because sa national police commission has administrative control over the PNP then they can also go to commission on human rights the ombudsman and of course, we have the courts. 
the criminal mm-hmm. courts. Sir, you I guess what I'm trying to get at here is ano sir yung value ng pagmo-monitor ng HRAO? To put it bluntly, ano sir yung silbi ng pagmo-monitor? Ang pagmo-monitor namin, kailangan namin kasi as basis in crafting policies. So, tapos kung yung strategic planning na rin, kung saan namin ifo-focus yung advocacy namin. Ano ba yung kulang sa PNP? So, i-sort out namin yan. Ano ba yung dapat namin ituro sa PNP? Ano ba dapat ang gawin sa kanila para mabawasan yung yung violation ng human rights? So, mm. pwede, so you, go, continue sir, continue. Pwede din ilang to as a, as, a, as a part of our uh, internal cleansing doon sa preventive stage. Okay. So, sa internal cleansing. Gusto ko rin sana, sir, tanongin kasunod yung internal cleansing mismo ng PNP. And that's one of the biggest projects of the PNP under the Duterte administration. So, ano, sir, yung ano? Anong, anong role ang kinagampanan ng HRAO, ng Human Rights Affairs Office ng PNP sa internal cleansing program ng Duterte administration? Uh, pwede kami, ano, part kami doon sa, sa preventive phase ng internal cleansing. Dahil pag na-encourage namin, na-influence namin yung aming mga personnel to adhere to the principles of human rights, embrace nila yung responsibility nila as protector of uh, human rights, mababawasan yung, kami, yung, 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 yung violations. So, hindi na sila makakapag-commit ng human rights. Iiwasan What do you mean, sir? Yung... Ano yung ginagawa na HRA mismo, sir, dun sa proseso? Kasi internal cleansing, di ba? Yun, yun din yung, ano, yung pagpa-file ng internal affairs service ng PNP sa mga tauhan ng PNP na nagko-commit ng crimes. Saan po mapasok dun yung Human Rights Affairs Officer? Dun sa preventive phase. Dun tayo sa preventive phase. Uh, nandun tayo. Wala pa dun sa nag-commit. Kasi pag nakapag-commit na sila ng violation, ang papasok na sila sa, kwan, sa, sa disciplinary phase, dun sa disciplinary authority na papasok na sila sa disciplinary system. So, wala na sa preventive phase yun. Pero habang hindi pa sila nakapag-commit or kahit nakapag-commit man sila, hindi naman sila dismissible, still, we need to indoctrinate them on the principles of human rights. So, ang, ang i, lagi namin sinasabi, follow the rules, follow the law. If you follow the law, you, you will not violate human rights. Observe the rule of law. Yun ang lagi namin sinasabi because our role is to respect and protect human rights. Yun ang trabaho, primary responsibility yan ng police as an agent of the state. Yan. So walang ibang mag assume ng responsibility na yan. Tayo lang, mga police lang, saka yung mga uh, uh, state agents, lalo na sa armed forces and uh, law enforcement uh, agencies. So you're campaigning for human rights within the PNP. Parang propaganda arm kayo, sir, for promotion of human rights within the PNP organization. Tama? Yes. Okay. And ang ganda sir na sinabi nyo that the HRAO is actually adapting to the policy, adapting their policies depending on ano yung mga biggest concerns for human rights violations. So it makes me curious, sir, ano sir yung namamonitor yung biggest human rights violations sa, sa Duterte administration? Is it correct that it's the drug war? Maraming complaints about alleged extrajudicial killings, alleged abuses sa anti-drug campaign? Well, isa rin yun sa tinitignan natin, but uh, hindi part of that, part lang. Pero sa ngayon kasi, yun ang pinaka-controversial issue kasi ngayon sa, sa present uh, administration. Eh. So pumupunta din tayo doon. Uh, maraming critics pertaining our anti-illegal drug operation, allegations of human rights violations, yun din ang mga sinasagot natin at tinitignan natin kung meron ang human rights violation. Kaya 
pag uh, yung mga mga kaso na yan siyempre pag nakita natin sa diaryo sa media i-refer natin kagad sa unit paki-check yung panito kung may human rights violation and then we'll submit a report then of course i-check din namin kung nag-take over na ang internal affairs service investigation then itayin natin yung yung result ng investigation ng internal affairs service pero sure sa naman monitor nyo talaga ngayon what are the numbers saying totoo bang talaga ang human rights violation sa anti-drug war ang pinakamarami kung hindi sir ano sa yung mga abuses ng pulis ang inyo nakikita ang pinakamarami kung hindi yung anti-drug campaign yun ang uh, hindi pa hindi ko ma-i-devolve sa'yo But so far, uh, ang masasabi ko lang of the more than 178,000 plus anti-illegal drug operation, there were 5,902 PNP personnel who were investigated motopropio by the Internal Affairs Service, particularly those involved in operations that resulted in death. So ganun kasigasig ang ating Internal Affairs Service. Of course, karamihan dito is uh, under investigation pa rin sa mga kamay na ng mga disciplinary authorities. So, nakikita dito na hindi naman natutulog ang uh, PNP. Oh, they are not tolerating uh, misdemeanors in the conduct of uh, anti-illegal drugs operation. Mm-hmm. Pero sir, itong numerong to galing din talaga sa Internal Affairs Service, hindi sa opisina nyo. And uh, nakuha ko sir, yung numerong binanggit yung over 5,000. Pero sir, sa, sa datos na nakuha namin sa PNP, Lampas 7,000 na sir yung mga patay sa operations ng PNP operations. So mas marami yung patay, marami yung alleged abuses kasi di ba dapat ininvestigahan lahat yun. Kaysa doon sa mismo investigasyon ng IAS. And sir, with this discrepancy, meron bang role yung HRAO to say and to prod, to push the Internal Affairs Service that could you investigate this case? Could you recommend, sir, your office? Does HRAO have that power to recommend to IAS? to investigate particular cases that they may not be investigating or they forgot to investigate? Well, hindi, hindi kami pwede mag-investigate. Uh, as I had said, ang sa amin... I mean, sir, is... recommendation. For example, merong abuse dito, tapos IAS decided not to investigate. Can HL say, hey, IAS, can you investigate this case? Uh, we can, we can only... Yes, we can, we can refer cases to IAS. And actually, we have this uh, technical working group on PNP uh, human rights situation. At yun mga isa sa mga pinag-uusapan namin. And kasama na din yun, how to improve our our compliances to our commitment uh, with regards to human rights uh, uh, covenants. So I'm interested sa binanggit yun na TWG. So umuupo kayo with the Internal Affairs Service to discuss what can be done within the PNP to improve monitoring human rights violations. Yes. Ano sir, nakikita niyong ano, solutions and recommendations within that technical working group on how the PNP can further advocate for human rights? Well, yung sa amin naman kasi, we just want to know the the real real numbers, statistics, uh, which we can use as a basis in crafting policies and strategic planning also on how to employ our uh, human rights programs. Yan. And siyempre, yung sinabi mo kanina, pag meron mag mag-refer uh, sa amin ng case o mag-file uh, mag, uh, ng complaint, we will refer it to appropriate uh, uh, units in the PNP to, invest, to do the proper investigation. Sir, so you mentioned that you want to know the real numbers. So are you saying that you you don't have access to the real numbers of the anti-drug campaign? Meron. Meron. Actually, kaya lang yung numbers dito sa from 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 uh, 
that were furnished to the technical working group were those that are violated there are actually complaints or there are not not necessarily complaints an investigation was actually conducted could you just repeat that sir ano sa yung numero na tanggap nyo and what more numbers do you want to get these are the cases that were actually investigated so sigurado tayo na na ito yung totoo talaga validated to kaya ano sa yung numero kailangan nyo pang makuha Of course, the uh, number of uh, incidents wherein there the, the incidents that were investigated, then ano yung nature of offense, uh, ano yung mga assignments, yung yung mga pan yung unit na naga kung saan yung mga personnel natin ay uh, belong, tapos uh, yun pinag-aaralan natin yon. Ano ba yung operation nila? Was that illegal drugs operation? Oh, anti illegal gambling, maganon. From what I'm understanding, sir, from what I'm understanding, ang pinipigil lang sa inyo ay numero. Naganto karami yung rights violations, pero kailangan ng contextualizing information, more information about the particular cases para mas makapagbigay kayo ng maayos na pag-aaral. Tama ba? Oh, tama. Bakit daw, sir, hindi kaya maibigay sa inyo tong information to na mahalaga kung kung sino ang police nag-commit and or allegedly nag-commit anong unit siya sa anong lugar ano yung nature ng human rights violation isn't this important to, to understand ina uh, ibibigay naman pinoprovide sa amin yan ng iterator service okay sir so ano san galing sir yung sinabi niyo kanina na kailangan niyo na mas marami pang numbers at saka information meron ba kung sinabi na gano yes sir sabi niyo you want to get the real numbers this is what you said earlier so, This is why kaya kami kumukuha, kumukuha lang kami doon sa tamang office na makapagbigay sa amin ng tama information, yung validated information. Okay. So, yun nga, sir, may pagkukulang pa rin sa information. There's still a gap. Kasi kailangan yun ng real numbers, eh, the real narrative. Ang nagkakaroon lang ng mga gap kasi doon sa mga informations na pwedeng validated siya o pwedeng hindi pa validated, pero hindi pa, uh, wala pang result ng investigation ang uh, IAS. Can you give me an example, sir? Can you hypothetical example? Kung paano nag-apply tong case na to? Kagaya ng sabi ko kanina, nasa ano, 7,000 yung uh, deaths doon sa record mo. Yan. Pero kung yung sa yung sa statement mo, mas mas pa, mas uh, magiging solid basis namin yung numbers na ibibigay ng Internal Affairs Service. So paiba-iba sir yung numero nakikita niyo lumalabas kaya hindi niyo rin alam kung ano yung tama. Kasi sir yung numbers na nakuha ko is from the Directorate for Operations and sila mismo yung kumakawak ng operations eh di ba? So merong um, difference in numbers that maybe may not be giving you the full picture. Hindi um, naman sir. Not necessarily na, na merong merong uh, conflict doon kasi ang pinag-uusapan naman pagdating sa Internal Affairs Service yung inimbestigahan nila. So may mga may mga possible numbers ang uh, directorate for operations na hindi pa tapos yung investigation ng IAS. So, so depende na lang yan sa date. Pero at the end, mag-meet pa rin yan. Depende sa kwan sa, sa period. Kaya lang siyempre pag-imbestigahan mo, albawa, ang uh, DO kasi, pag natanggap nila yung uh, report, pwede na lang itara yan. Pero sa kwan sa, sa IAS, imbestigahan muna nila yan bago nila i- lagay sa kanilang statistics. Mm-hmm. Pero sir, nakikita ko kasi, hindi rin updated kasi mas mataas yung numbers ng actual na mga 
namatay kaysa sa mga actual na iniimbestigahan. And ang inyong pinagbabasehan ng pag-aaral nyo, as you mentioned earlier, is yung numbers ng IAS. Oo, oh, kasi yung okay, investigated, investigated na yun eh. Mm-hmm. Okay, sir. You're listening to the ninth episode of Criminal, Rappler's Crime Podcast. How's it so far? If you want to listen to other cool and informative audio, check out other rapper podcasts on SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. This crime podcast wouldn't have been possible without your support. If you haven't yet, support Rappler by joining our community called Rappler Plus. Rappler Plus believes in speaking truth to power, using technology for the greater good, to power communities to action. Go to rappler.com plus for more details. Let's go back to the TWG you mentioned earlier and technical working group. Aside from your sinabi yes, na magandang meron kayong real numbers, ano pa yung ibang recommendation na nakikita nyo para paitingin pa yung kampanya para sa karapatang pagtao sa PNP? Of course, yung uh, maganda rin na tangkilikin ng mga tao yung ating text 2920 sa PNP or i-avail nila yung services ng, ng, ng IMEG or in Integrity Monitoring Enforcement uh, Group. Tapos i-avail din nila yung uh, disciplinary machineries ng uh, PNP. Kung sila ay, uh, na, sa tingin nila, eh, biktima sila ng human rights violation, they can always approach these uh, disciplinary authorities that has authority over the PNP. Actually, okay, yung mayor is a disciplinary, auto, disciplinary authority over the police, eh, yung uh, mayor ng uh, municipalities and cities. Mm-hmm. Sir, do you think that the understanding of human rights isn't completely well-discussed and well-explained to the public? Sa tingin niyo ba, sir, mga Pilipino na intindihan na maayos ang karapatang pantao? Ano yung sabihin nito? Well, siguro may mga nakakaalam din at siyempre yung iba kasi hindi naman, hindi naman ganun ka-interesting sa kanilang uh, human rights, lalo na pag hindi pa sila naging victim ng human rights violation or hindi hindi pa sila nakaranas, naka-experience na, o naka-witness ng human rights violation. But it is necessary para sa lahat na matu- ma- malaman nila ito. Actually, we have this app sa Kwang, sa pwede nilang i-download sa, from, from the web, yung know your, know your Rights. Yung Know Your Rights. So makikita nila doon, pag open nila, makikita nila yung mga karapatan nila. That will guide the people and be familiar with the with their uh, human rights. I'm asking, sir, because I wanted to get your sense to, kaano kahalaga, sir, na naiintindihan ng publiko ang kahalagahan ng karapatang tantao, ng human rights? Ka- paano ito makakatulong sa inyo bilang policemen na naiintindihan ng mga tao yeah. kung ano ang kahalagahan ng human rights? Napakaganda ng tanong mo na yan, Rambo. Gustong-gusto ko yan. Ganito yan. Kami din sa PNP, gusto man, gustong gusto rin namin malinis yung hanay namin against uh, abuses, against iskalawags. Gustong gusto namin malinis, gusto namin maging perfect yung uh, yung aming organization na walang isipin kundi pagsilbihan ng mamamayan, protektahan ang kanilang karapatang pantao. Magagawa lang namin ito sa tulong ng mga mamaya, mamamayan. Ang iniisip lang namin palagi, ang hinihingi lang namin palagi, pag na may nakita silang maling ginagawa ng aming kapulisyan, iparating lang nila sa amin, sa mga kinawukulan. Mag-file sila ng complaint pag silang matakot. Kasi ang mismo ang Chief PNP, gusto din niyang malinis ang ating hanay. So malaking tulong po na 
alamin ng mga tao ang kanilang mga karapatan na they should claim that they deserve a good or a better public service from the police. Okay? They deserve that. I-claim dapat nila yan, ipaglaban nila dapat yan. So, malaking tulong sa amin kung sila ay magsusubong magpa-file ng complaint against erring PNP personnel. Gustong-gusto namin na, 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 na gawin nila yan para unti-unti malilinis natin ang ating kapulisan. At pag nalinis natin ang ating kapulisan, siyempre babalik yung tiwala ng mga tao. Lubos na magtitiwalang mga tao sa amin. Hindi tayo magkakaproblema pagdating sa sa policing, sa law enforcement, mawawala yung korupsyon sa mga cotton caps, mawawala yan. Dapat kailangan lang talaga magsumbong sila. Mm-hmm. Sir, I understand na mahalagang mahalaga yung tiwala sa inyo ng polis and kailangan yung ipalik yung trust. Yung laging sinasabi ng mga police chief eh, when they assume office, kailangan natin kunin ang tiwala ng mga tao. Yes. And for you, sir, as someone who's worked in human rights and in the PNP for a long time, bakit sa tingin nyo kulang sa tiwala ang mga tao sa inyo, sa pulis? Dahil na rin sa Juan, dahil na rin sa iilang pulis na gumagawa ng mali. Siyempre, pag, pag uh, gumawa ng mali yan, ang hindi naman babagitin na si Sergeant Juan de la Cruz, masamang ginagawa niyan, ganito, masyadong abusado. Hindi naman yun ang, ang Juan, minsan naririnig natin, kundi ang mga pulis na yun, abusado talaga. So, na-generalize na. So, ang nangyayari, the fault is one, is fault of all. Eh, hindi namin, hindi namin pwedeng ipagwalang bahala yan. Sabi ko nga sa kanila, sa mga kapwa ko pulis, okay, mas marami ang kwan, matitinong pulis, iilan lang yung kwan. Yung iilan lang yung pulis na gumagawa ng masama. Pero ito yung organization that is one bad egg is too much. One bad egg, bad egg is too much. Kaya dapat magtulungan tayo. Kung mayroon tayong alam na bad egg sa PNP, pagtulungan natin, alisin, alisin natin. Kung hindi natin ma-reform, alisin natin sa organization. At dapat ipaliwanag din natin sa mga tao na dapat samahan tayo kasi sila ang nabibiktima ng mga tiwaling pulis. Eh. Dapat silang magsumbong sa atin. Tulungan nila tayo mawala yung mga tiwaling pulis sa organisasyon. Okay, sir. So that goes back again to the internal fencing program. So yes. I, may, I might be asking you a hard question here. And I think still that this is an important question to ask. Human rights, as human rights groups have already been saying, I'm sure you also know this, Bilang, you, you are in relation and in contact with human rights groups. You monitor their statements, their actions, and their sentiments. Isa sa mga malaking sentimiento nila, sir, is dinidemonize daw ni Pangulong Duterte ang human rights under his administration. And maraming quotes dito si President Duterte sa kanyang mga speech na minumura niya ang human rights as in to quote him, putang ng human rights yan. Tapos inaaway niya ang mga human rights human rights investigators, ang CHR, ang UN rapporteurs, inaaway niya ang UN, ang mga bodies na pinaglalaban ng human rights. What do you think about that? Is it hindering your job as the Human Rights Affairs Office within the PNP to work with this rhetoric from the President? Well, that is... Alam naman natin kasi yung history natin na... Pang, na nagkaroon talaga tayo ng trauma sabihin natin uh, for the past uh, decades nagkaroon tayo ng trauma nagkaroon ng ng uh, distrust at tuloy sa ngayon medyo meron pa rin tayong climate of distrust di ba uh, kung napapansin mo yan pero ito na yung time na eh, na sincere tayo na protektahan yung yung karapatan pantao ng uh, ng mga Pilipino particularly dito sa dito sa Menace uh, brought about by, the, by illegal drugs. Kasi ang dami kasing sanga-sanga niyan eh. eh. 
yung mga nag nagcriticize naman sa gobyerno yun na yung ano yung mga mga nasa opposition na mga left uh, leftist yan na gusto gusto talaga ipabag pabagsakin ang ang uh, pamahalaan natin pero pero Cardinal Cardinal hindi ba regardless of their affiliation kung opposition man sila or kung sila ay mga tagakaliwa hindi ba valid pa rin yung concern na sinasabi nila na ang pangulo ay minumura ang human rights at sinasabi ng pangulo mismo na kalaban tong human rights advocates na ito at kayo nakikita ko kasi sir hindi ba naipit kayo bilang kayo yung human rights affairs office kayo yung nagpro-promote ng karapatang pantao pero yung inyong commander in chief si president Duterte sasabihin na putayan yung human rights pinipigilan niya yung aking kampanya kontra droga I'm just curious to understand, sir, what goes on in your mind and how to balance this, how to make sense of this. Well, wala naman sinabi si Presidente na, kwan, eh, na lumabag kami sa batas. Eh. So, sinabi niya, gawin niyo yung trabaho niyo, uh, sugpuin niyo ang droga, but within, of course, within the bounds of the law. Pero yung mismo, sir, yung kanyang narrative, sir, yung kanilang rhetoric about human rights, yung kanyang pag-away sa mga human rights advocates, hindi ba yan nakakasagaba sa inyong trabaho? And dapat nga pinopromote niyo yung human rights pero ang pangulo sinasabi na kaawa yung human rights, inaawa yung human rights. Hindi ba problema yan sir sa trabaho niyo? Hindi naman kasi ang PNP naman is uh, very professional lalo na sa kwan sa sa panahon ngayon. At uh, siyempre ang sinusunod lang talaga namin is yung rule of law. Yun lang naman yung rule of law, yun lang naman basis natin. And of course na nagkaroon lang ng, ng emphasis sa illegal drugs dahil yun pinak- isa sa mga malak- pinakamalaking problema natin ngayon sa bansa. So, ito na lang, sir. Ito na lang, sir. Sinasabi ni President Duterte sa kanyang mga speeches na kalaban ng human rights, na PI ang human rights. How about you? How about the HR? What does it believe about human rights? Well, I believe na yung human rights kailangan talaga natin. Uh, dapat kasama natin sila to advocate and to inform the people of their, uh, of their uh, rights. Then, kasi part, matagal ng partner ng PNP ang, ang human rights. Eh. Actually, nung, nung, nung kadete pa ako, sila nagkandak ng seminar sa amin. And kahit nung nasa, 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 nasa mandatory, I was taking mandatory courses in the pub, Philippine Public Safety College, they are the one who were conducting uh, human rights seminars. So matagal ng partner ng PNP ang uh, Commission on Human Rights. Siguro may mga issues lang siguro. Actually, hindi may mga issues lang siguro na hindi nagustuhan ni presidente and i believe i, I, I don't have, i'm not in the position to question the the wisdom of the president of whatever uh, the things that drive him to to express those statements statements uh, basta sa akin lang walang instruction si presidente that we should violate the law in pursuit of our objective to eradicate Uh, illegal drug trade in the, in the country. And sapat na yun, sir. Yung minimum na wala siyang sinasabi na mag-violate kayo ng batas. Which is minimum. Isn't that minimum standard na talagang wala dapat kayo i-violate? Kasi nga, law enforcer kayo. Di ba, sir? Yes, yes. That's right. Tama. Tama din yun. Okay. Sir, let me go on to the next topic. Sir, ang sinasabi rin ng ano, human, rights, human rights groups, and I'm, I'm sure you've heard of this, na ang human rights policing, yung training sa PNP, hindi daw required. So, optional sa at promotional lang sa Is that true? And do you But, believe na dapat i-require siya para ma-promote, para maka-move forward sa karir ng policeman? That is a very untrue. That is a total lie. Kasi lahat 
Kagaya na sinabi ko kanina, lahat ng trainings, lahat ng courses sa Philippine National Police, merong kasamang human rights module. At isa ako sa mga nagtuturo niyan. Pag may training dito, nagtuturo ako minsan, full day yan, two days. Aside from that, meron pa kami human rights deepening seminar. Kasi lahat ng personal namin, nag-undergo na ng human rights seminar eh. Nire-refresh pa namin yan. Meron pa kami refresher seminars sa ginagawa namin sa lahat ng probinsya yan. So, Pero tama ba sir na required to or hindi? Para lang sir maklaro. Required ba sir hindi? Para halimbawa ako'y kadete, kailangan ko ano, tinyente ako for example. Kailangan ko, kailangan ko mag-promote. Kailangan ko bang umattend ng human rights affairs office briefing or human rights actually, training bago mag-promote? Actually kahit hindi promotion, hindi ka makakagraduate ng isang training kung hindi ka mag-undergo ng kung walang uh, human rights module, hindi ka makagraduate ng training. Kung kumuha ka ng course, dapat meron yang human rights uh, module or subject, may human rights subject. Pag wala yan, hindi sila makagraduate. Hindi lang sa promotion. Okay. Wala so it's embedded. It's embedded in the training courses of the BNB, yes. human rights courses. Okay, sir. Now, sir, as, as an office that's really involved in studies and yung mismong pag-focus sa dahil ng mga bagay at yung mga kinalalabasan niya sa human rights applications. I'm also curious on how do you measure the success of your office? Kasi nga, hindi naman kayo mismo, kayo mismo nag-prosecute, diba? hindi naman kayo investigative body, nag-monitor lang kayo, and you are campaigning for human rights. How do you measure the success of your office? Well, previously, nag- nagkaroon ng, uh, nagkaroon, nagplano kami on how to measure our success. At siyempre, pinakamagandang pinaka measurement niyan is yung gumagawa ng yung incidents ng uh, human rights violations. At yun ang pag-aaralan namin ngayon. Iko-compare namin yan from, from the previous years, how, uh, what is the situation on uh, human rights violations. So titignan natin. So hindi pa natin sir naaral kung anong, anong nangyayari, kung mataas ba o pababa ang human rights violations? We are still in the process of uh, okay. evaluating our performance. Okay. Since wala pa sir yung PNP mismo, can we defer to the studies of human rights groups themselves, their evaluations? Pero kung makita natin, di ba, yung, yung last na survey over the satisfaction uh, of the performance satisfaction sa PNP, medyo tumaas yung pan eh, yung rating ng police eh, ng PNP. So, Pero sir, ano yun eh, satisfaction rating yun sir, and that's yes, based on perception, not really yes. on the actual cases. Pero yung evaluation sir ng human rights groups kasi, balik tayo dito sir, sa mga human rights groups, sinasabi nila na mataas. And ang kanilang allegation nga ay eh, libo-libo talaga ang human rights violations. Well, so yan you agree yung... with this picture? Do you contest this? Ano, At, sir? Actually, meron nga pinakita. Actually, nakaratong nga sa UN yung report nila na yan. Eh. Yes, And, sir. Uh, sa tingin ko, pati yung sa UN naman, hindi, hindi ganun ang pagtingin nila sa report na yan. Kasi ang pinapakita naman natin sa kanila is yung documented. Uh, based on the investigation conducted by the UNP. So, ang laki kasi ng discrepancy ng report nila, saka yung nandito sa, yung number nandito sa PNP, lalo na sa anti-illegal rights. Kasi pinagsama-sama na namin eh, yung, yung report ng NVI, report ng uh, PDEA, saka yung PNP. Pero so, sir, hindi, kahit hindi natin tingnan, sige, huwag na natin puntaan sir yung mismo numbers or yung mismo claims ng human rights groups if you don't want to look at that. Punta na lang tayo sa numbers sir, that EAS provided at nabanggit natin kanila na that it's over 5,000 cases. Hindi ba malaking numero to sir? 5,000 policemen being investigated for human rights violation. Isn't this enough to say 
ang daming human rights abuses? Actually, ito naman investigation lang ito. Ano? Ang tinitignan lang dito, although marami nga iniimbestigahan, pero doon pa rin tayo mag-base doon sa result ng investigation. Will they be found guilty or there was no basis for uh, filing of uh, administrative uh, case or criminal case? So, hintayin pa rin natin yung result ng investigation. Although there are already hmm. decided cases, kagaya nung, nung uh, na, na, nakarating na sa Juan, sa criminal courts. Mayroon na mga convictions. Yung iba, waiting for a decision. So, kasama na yun. Okay, sir. So, you're waiting for actual convictions, actual decisions. Uh, you're not you're not taking in itong number of investigations, yung claims. Oh, hindi pa eh. Kasi parang hindi pa tapos eh. Hindi, kumbaga, kung sabo nga, hindi pa hinog eh. Okay, sige, sir. Ngayon, sir, yung ano naman tayo, punta tayo sa relationship niyo with human rights groups. Okay ba siya, sir? Kasi yun nga, balik tayo, sir, sa rhetoric tip ang unundod natin na dinidemonize ang human rights groups, ang human rights mismo. Kamusta yung inyong relasyon sa mga human rights groups? CHR, rights groups, eh kahit yung mga rights groups ng ano, medyo left or left, leftist rights groups. Kamusta sa relasyon ng HR at ng BNP? Well, uh, kanina lang, uh, nag-meeting kami tungkol sa Labresa Declaration, nandun yung uh, Commission on Human Rights, kasama yung mga ibang uh, human rights uh, watch group. Tapos may part, existing pa rin yung partnership namin with the ICRC, kasama din yung Hans Heidel Foundation. Then we have also interagency cooperation. So, buhay naman. Uh, continuing naman yung dialogue with the uh, uh, human rights groups. So, wala naman kami tinatanggihan. Pag may gusto makipag-cooperate sa amin, uh, in-accommodate naman namin. Saka malaki din na, na itutulong nila, admittedly. Saka, alam mo, kailangan din talaga natin minsan yung critics para mabigyan natin ng atensyon yung kung saan man tayo may problema. Mm-hmm. Sir, ang sinasabi rin up until now ang issue is hindi nag-share ang PNP ng case folders sa mga human rights groups. At kahit minsan nga sa journalists eh. Is that still a standing order sa inyo rin? Na bago kayo mag-share ng documents? And don't you think that's hindering your job and the job of human rights groups to investigate further? Kasi nga sabi nyo, sir, mahalagang merong cooperation. Pero mayroong standing order na bawal mag-share ng folders. Eh, Siyempre, inire-refer natin, ayaw din natin mag-violate ng uh, data privacy law. So, inire-refer pa rin natin sa batas, baka mamaya ma-offend naman natin yung karapatan ng ating mga pulis na may kaso. So, inire-refer pa rin natin yun. So, Siyempre, kasama na rin yun sa pag-iingat natin. Kung may karapatang pantao yung uh, ating mga ibang kababayan, meron din karapatang pantao naman yung ating mga kapulisan. Pero sir, hindi ba mandaten, mandato talaga ng CHR? As in, it's constitutionally mandated to investigate. And before naman, nag-session naman daw kayo ng case holders. Ano yung nagbago ngayon? Hindi ba ang administrasyon Duterte nga, sir? Yung kanyang order ni President Duterte na wag kayo mag-share? Actually, nag-session noon. Kasi nung mga time siguro na yun, wala pa yung, yung uh, Data Privacy Act. Pero ngayon, siyempre, ayaw din namin i-violate nga. Sabi ba, ayaw, ayaw din namin i-violate yung karapatang pantaon ng aming mga pulis. Okay, so you want to be more cautious when it comes to sharing information about your policemen. Okay. Kasi pwede, so, pwede din naman kami kasuhan ng mga polis namin kung uh, nag-violate kami ng human rights nila. Okay. Sir, sa HRAW, I guess this is one of my last few questions, so if not the last. 
don't you think kailangan pa na mas maraming kapangyarihan ng HRAW para mas ma-fulfill niya ang mandato niya ang kanyang vision para paitingin pa ang karapatang pantao? So far, uh, personally, uh, comfortable na rin kami doon sa mandate na binigay sa amin, yung authority na binigay sa amin. Dahil sa disciplinary mechanism lang that is existing right now in our uh, political structure, sobra-sobra na. Sobra-sobra na, actually. Pero ito lang yata yung organization na napakaraming disciplinary authorities. From uh, chief of police, sa municipal uh, mayors, or city mayors, nandun pa yung People's Law Enforcement Board, uh, siyempre nandun pa yung PD, RD, commanding officers, ang chief PNP, may disciplinary authority din, ang uh, nandiyan yung internal affairs service, nag-investigate pa rin ang DIDM, then yung external naman, nandiyan yung ombudsman, Commission on Human Rights, yung courts, yung DOJ. So napakarami na. So I don't think we, we need more. Mas lalong siguro magulo pagdadagdagan pa natin. Ano pa kaya, sir, ang pwedeng gawin ng PNP para mas maipromote ang karapatang pantao? Well, isa dito, siyempre, yung uh, through our uh, territorial units, i- I-promote din nila yung human rights. Masabi na lang nila sa mga tao na that they should download, they know your rights apps, then i-orient sila dun sa disciplinary machineries ng, uh, at disciplinary to authorities ng, uh, sa PNP, yung kung saan sila pwede magsumbong. Then higit dyan, eh, dapat influence nila yung uh, kanilang uh, mga kasamang police to embrace the human rights principles and the, the responsibility to respect and protect human rights. Sabihin natin sa ating mga kababayan na alamin nila rin yung kanilang karapatan at uh, tulungan kami para linisin ang aming hanay. Ipaglaban nila ang kanilang karapatang pantao at yung protection namin. Pag alam naman namin na sila'y uh, uh, nabibiktima ng, uh, ng aming mga kasamahan, yung ibang pulis naman na may mas marami at may mas tapat sa tungkulin ay tutulungan sila. This has been Criminal. If you'd like to be updated on this and other issues, don't forget to follow Rappler and Newsbreak on Facebook and Twitter. And if you have suggestions about topics we should cover in this podcast, just send me a message. My inbox is open on Twitter at Rambo Reports. I'm Rambo Talabo. Thank you for listening. Subscribe and listen to this podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts.